Welcome to Analytics for You podcast. If you want to listen our Spanish version, please skip to minute 16. Bienvenidos a Analytics for You podcast. Si quieres escuchar nuestra versión en español, puedes brincar al minutos 16. Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Emily Gonzalez, and I am here with Ruben. How are you doing, Ruben? I'm doing great, Emily. I know you're a little bit under the weather, so I thank you for being a trooper and recording this episode today, because I know our audience is really going to enjoy it. So having said that, how do you feel? <laughs> I'm better now than than I feel productive, and and I'm glad to be here with you as always. And as usual, we have a special question, and it is, what do you do on a great day or when you're low spirits? Uh, so that ties directly into how you're feeling. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's a very good question. I uh, and it's uh, and like many of these questions, I think I've changed through the years. I used to be the type of person that you know, bad day, good day, just ram through it, just go. And uh, I've learned a little bit more about you know self care and making sure that when you you know when it's a great day or when you're not feeling at your best, you really find things that motivate you and you know get you get you going instead of just kind of ramming through it. So the idea is not to say, okay, I'm feeling bad and I'm not going to do anything. Uh, the idea is I don't feel well. It's a, it's a bad day for me or, you know, a great day. And, and that there's just external factors that, that could be kind of messing myself up. And so look at the positive things. Look at how far you've gone in whatever journey it is that you're trying to, to do. Uh, realize that you are always counting on other people and other people are counting on you. So, you know, Go, go share time with those people, find people that are important to you that, you know, really make you feel better and spend time with them because, uh, there's, there's always somebody that, that you enjoy being with, uh, whether it's at work or in your personal life. So those are the type of, of things that I do, uh, calling my daughter, even if it's a 30 second conversation with her, it always just, you know, makes me feel better. Uh, so, you know, be around those people, talk to them. You'll see that it, it puts a little bit of a smile back in your, in your face and a little bit, uh, you know, faster step in your walk. So how about you? What do you do, Emily, when you, you know, when it's a great day? I really identify with, with a call to, I, I write or call my best friend or my brother and, and it always, um, get me, get me going again or allow me to bend something and then move on with my day um also gratefulness to take a step back and realizing things that i am grateful for it helps me a lot i often i try to every day make a list of the three things that i am grateful for that day and um in looking at my list or looking on my to-do list is also something that that makes me feel again motivated to to get through my day or to do things. Um, I also, um, uh, as the audience probably know by now, uh, I love to draw and to paint. 
and taking uh, five minute breaks or two minute breaks to draw something, doodle something, is always um, uh, a great resource for me to to get back on on a good mood. Emily, you've uh, you've mentioned some really powerful tools here. Uh, you you talked about venting, and and that's excellent because a lot of people keep you know what their what their frustrations and uh, negative feelings inside and. You can't really do that. Uh, you can do it for a little bit of time, but uh, if you do that for too too prolonged of a period, it's it's gonna come back and and by you and people will notice that you know you're not yeah. yourself. It's what they'll say, right? They'll say he's not being himself or herself, and uh, and that's because you're you're kind of holding back you know a lot of feelings, negative feelings usually uh, that you need my, to vent them out. My brother, mm-hmm. my brother and I we have uh, a code word that. Yep. It's for venting, and we call each other when we need to, and we say our code word, and we the other knows that afterwards, whatever, uh, whatever I said or whatever he said, he's just venting. It's it's not uh, pointed it. through to someone specifically. He he's not pointing fingers, or I am not. Uh, pointing fingers or, or saying something about someone specifically is that I need to get that emotion out. And, and, and afterwards, we gave each other the opportunity. You want to talk about it now? You want to talk about it later? And uh, and we also sometimes set even a date to talk about that if the other one needs it. But sometimes regularly, it's just a simple bending moment that we need someone else that's just there. And, and yep. it, it's been like that for the past 15 years between us. And it's an amazing resource. I love it. I love it. I think it's one of the greatest things. Uh, and that you guys have, you know, set it up in a way that you have a code word and things like that. It's really important because uh, sometimes if the other person doesn't know that you're doing it, then, you know, they start they even get upset about it, right? Like, oh, he or oh, she okay. calls me to bend, for, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's completely not personal. Uh, right. And and it's very healthy between us. Extremely healthy. And you also you also mentioned things like looking at your to do list or doing a specific task, like in your case, artwork that motivates you, that gets you going. Uh, those things are are really powerful, and and they're tools. Everybody needs to um, to look at them as that. They're tools, and when you have tools like that, you just need just go use them. When you use them. You, you realize that you're going to feel better. Even if you're not, by the way, on a great yeah, day, right? I mean, I think, <laughs> all these things make you feel better even on, on a great day. So, the you thing know, is, just do them. You just identify first. Identify the things that works for you because I, I believe that not everybody will uh, uh, feel the same way about doodling something if they are not an artsy person. But identify what works for you and and makes uh, take the time to put those mechanisms in place. Absolutely, I love it. So let's get into it. Uh, this episode is uh, about optimism, and well, I myself do not consider uh, I don't consider myself an optimist. Uh, more like a realist, but throughout the years, uh, and especially this past two years with our marketing team, I realized that uh, I am a realist, but Charlie always see the glass half full and Manuel see the glass half empty. Cesar is drinking from the bottle and Mariel is going to ask if, is the glass clean? So, <laughs> so having different perspectives and personalities around around you 
really helped me in in being a, a realist like I am. That I, if you present me with a with a glass with fluid, I'm gonna look at it like, okay, how how many ounces are there or something like that. So I'm gonna be taking into account the details and. Uh, being surrounded by different kind of people, it's very helpful. How about you, Ruben? Yeah. How how do you feel about optimism? Excellent, and I love your I love your example because everybody, you know, we the definition that we're given of optimism is that we need to look at everything as in it's going to be perfectly fine and it's going to be great. And I've never really felt uh, about optimism that way. I tend to be a little bit of an optimist. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a huge optimist. I, I'm more like you, a little bit more of a realist. Uh, but I definitely, definitely trend into the, that positive uh, outlook in life and concept of optimism. But I do it, or I, 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 I lean that way in the sense that I always want to see how things stand and where things are. So I just don't find uh, value in saying that something is, say, for example, impossible or that it's just going to be so difficult that we'll never be able to get it done. I am one of these people that my optimism is tied to uh, planning and discussed that uh, before. And, and even some of the tools that you mentioned earlier with, the, with our previous question, I think are tools that, that can make you an optimist. Uh, you talked about uh, having other people. And, and you said before, I call my brother for venting. And that's exactly it. Those are, those are things that will make you an optimist, even if you're not, because they, it will make you look at the future or, you know, what's going to happen in a, in a very positive way. Because mm -hmm. when you plan, when you look at things, when you talk to people and you see all the different perspectives, you tend to accomplish things. You do, because you, you, most people that do those type of things, they're not stagnant. They're not sitting there doing nothing they're not doing it just for the, for the sake of doing uh, those uh, taking those actions they're doing it because they have a plan because they want to go forward because they, they want to accomplish something and it can be very simple i want to clean my house you know every day oh my god you know it's gonna get dirty every day um, I, have to, I have three kids <laughs> yeah exactly i have three kids i want to do this well you know if you if that's how you approach it then of course it'll never be clean it doesn't forget about cleaning it every day you know it, it may never get cleaned every month you know once a month mm -hmm. but if you if you plan it and you think about it in your life and and then you recruit your kids for example you know recruit them whether it's by giving them an allowance or by convincing them that uh, how you know how that's going to benefit them and things like that then all of a sudden the house not only becomes clean once it stays clean it stays because then clean. everybody's Indeed. in there. Exactly. Everybody's in there. We, we talked about this. I, I've always mentioned that our podcast is one of the validations uh, of the things that one can do when you set your mind to it. And as you mentioned, you know, we had all sorts of different uh, thought processes uh, and, and uh, the, the people were all, you know, in different directions or thinking in different directions about what a podcast could be. And, we worked through it. We we did it in such a way that it became, you know, planned out. And what used to take us multiple hours every week of actual action, in addition to preparation, because it, would, yeah. it, it required a lot of preparation. Now, you know, it's still not like a 15-minute thing, but we can crank them out left and right because we've become... 
we were, we took a positive outlook as to what we wanted to do with the uh, and an optimistic it, outlook as to what we wanted to do. It with is it. still it it is still a lot of work. However, it pays mm -hmm. off, and um, something that we all like get about you and and uh, admire about you, Ruben, is how driven you are, and, and that permeates through us, and and we feel challenged and. Um, and rewarded to accomplish these things. So at first, the podcast was the, one of those things that we said, how? How are we going to mm -hmm. do this? Uh, is, it, is it even possible to do this weekly? And, and now it's like, like breathing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's, uh, and it's, it, I, I like that you describe it driven, but, you know, in the context of what we're talking about, I am, you know, an optimist when it comes to things like, somebody saying this can't be done or we're not going to, you know, sustain it, which is, which is what's really one of our worries with the podcast, right? How are we going to sustain yeah. something on a weekly basis and get it done? And I am an optimist in that sense that we can all sustain things and we can all be capable of doing them. So yes, that sometimes gets described as being driven, but it's just a matter of me not seeing uh, an inability to get things done. In fact, the opposite, seeing the ability to get things done And, you know, I, we all, we're all different. We all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. I just never see weaknesses in a way that they should stop you from getting things done. I think your weaknesses, you can work on them. You can get a little bit better about them, but you need to embrace them as well. So you embrace your weakness and, it, and then you put it aside and you concentrate on your strength and you can get things done. Okay? So that's, that's part of being, I think, of unoptimized. Yeah. Yeah, a I lot think of people just concentrate too much on those weaknesses, man, and that that stops yeah, them from getting things done. Those are yeah. opportunities to take you further. So focus yeah. on your strength and and do what you're passionate about. So th that is another thing we we get involved with this, and um, you we start developing this positive energy around the podcast. Yes. And and I yeah. think that's optimism. When we realize we can do this, we can really make this happen. That's that's the optimism that uh that we praise upon, that we that we uh, try to develop in our team and And I think it's a very healthy one. I think this is the note that that we can wrap up this episode uh, mm -hmm. about optimism. How can we focus on our strengths and believe in ourselves and believe that something is really possible? I think that's our, our definition, our final definition of optimism. Totally agree. Don't focus at all on your weaknesses. Do address them. Don't ignore them, but don't let them drive you. Concentrate on your strengths. And you'll see that when you concentrate on your strengths, you become an optimist to you and to everyone else around you, because that's how they'll perceive you. Have a great one, everybody. Goodbye. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Analytics for Your Podcast. Goodbye. See you later. Gracias a todos por escuchar nuestra versión en inglés. Ahora vamos a escuchar la versión en español de Analytics for You Podcast.
Bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio de Analytics for You Podcast. Este es un espacio para hablar de tecnología, soluciones digitales y análisis en el sector salud. Mi nombre es Emily González y estoy aquí con Rubén. ¿Cómo estás, Rubén? Estoy muy bien hoy, eh, Emily. Y sé que te, no te estaba sintiendo fantástica esta mañana, pero te aprecio mucho que como quieras estés aquí para compartir con nuestra audiencia, ya que creo que el tema de hoy les va a llamar mucho la atención. Así que cuéntanos cómo estás. Yo también lo creo. Amanecí un poquito enferma de la garganta, pero estoy bastante bien anímicamente. Así que eh, vamos a empezar con nuestra pregunta especial y es, ¿qué haces cuando tienes un día gris o cuando estás eh, bajo de ánimo? Sí, eso, eh, ¿verdad? Son, son situaciones que nos pasan a todos. Hay factores, sean internos o externos, que nos afectan y no nos dan el ánimo que uno quiere. Así que eh, de mi lado siempre trato de eh, contactar personas que, que me traen a mí alegría. Por ejemplo, una llamada eh, con mi hija, aunque sea de 30 segundos, me, me anima, me, pone, me hace sentir bien. Eh, me gusta concentrarme en las cosas que, que tengo que son, que son buenas en mi vida, de, de todo, desde, la, desde los aspectos personales hasta los aspectos eh, profesionales. Y por supuesto, eh, dejo de, no, no, me, no me concentro en lo negativo, me gusta concentrarme en las cosas positivas, porque si no puede ser un ciclo eh, vicioso, y entonces igualmente que puede ser un ciclo eh, virtuoso, ¿verdad? Si uno empieza a, a concentrarse en las cosas que son eh, buenas. ¿Y tú, Emily, qué haces? Yo, eh, pues tengo, así como tú, un círculo de personas que hablar con ellos un minuto, cinco minutos, eh, me apoya, mi hermano, mi mejor amiga, mi mamá, con mi hermano incluso tenemos desde hace más de 15 años un, una palabra clave para ventilar nuestras emociones, donde cualquiera de nosotros llama al otro, da su, da su palabra código y el otro entiende que, que tiene ese espacio para, para ventilar y nunca es culpando a nadie o, y el otro no se lo va a tomar personal para nada porque sabe que necesitamos ese espacio para, para dejar salir cosas. Al final de, de ese momento, pues vemos si, si queremos hablar sobre eso o si queremos reunirnos en algún punto para hablar sobre el tema. Muchas veces es simplemente una llamada de par de minutos de dejar salir una emoción fuerte y después eh, pues poder seguir con nuestro día eh, de una manera mucho más positiva y saludable. Um, también garabatear, lo que yo le digo garabatear, hacer un dibujo pequeño, yo, pues, escaparme un minuto a, a dibujar algo, pues siempre me anima y también yo siempre trato de tener en cuenta eh, una lista de cosas por las cuales estoy agradeciendo durante el día, eh, la sensación de sentirme agradecida de lo que tengo eh, y de lo que es, me está pasando, pues siempre me anima muchísimo. Me gusta mucho eh, el que estás hablando de poder de, de descargar con, con ciertas personas. Eso es una herramienta sumamente útil. Eh, muchas veces preservamos esos eh, pensamientos y esos sentires negativos eh, en vez de descargarlo. Y, y el preservarlo te cambia, te afecta. Y hasta otras personas lo empiezan a notar. Dicen, ya, esa persona no es la misma, no, no está siendo su misma persona. ¿Por qué? Porque te conocen de otra manera y cuando estás eh, preservando estos pensamientos negativos y esas acciones, eh, o, o llevando a cabo acciones negativas, pues eh, te afectan mucho y lo, y lo, lo ven. Así que me encanta que puedas tener una persona como tu hermano o, o familiar para descargarte, porque la realidad es que uno necesita eso. 
y muchas veces hay personas que no lo hacen simplemente porque no se sienten cómodos con alguien y, y no, piensan que no que tienen que otra persona, el espacio porque nosotros hemos espacio, construido claro. ese espacio exactamente exactamente muy 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 bueno esa, esa que tengas ese círculo de, de personas que puedas hacer eso pues Rubén vamos a entrar en materia el tema del día de hoy es el optimismo eh, personalmente no me considero una persona eh, altamente optimista me considero mucho más realista y pues si tengo un vaso con agua enfrente voy a más fácil a pensar en, en cuánta agua contiene y que cualquier otra cosa pero en estos últimos dos años, estando rodeada de nuestro equipo de mercadeo eh, y viendo las diferentes perspectivas de cada uno, tenemos a Charlie que va a ver siempre el vaso medio lleno, a Manuel que va a ver el vaso medio vacío, César bebe de la botella y Mariel se va a preguntar, ¿el vaso está limpio? O sea, eh, son diferentes perspectivas quizá de la misma situación y, y me ha llevado pues a, a mirarlo todo quizá de una manera mucho más positiva también eh, pues para eh, inspirarlos y ser líder de, de ellos. Y, y tú, Rubén, ¿cómo ves el optimismo? Me, me parece fantástico que uses el ejemplo de nuestros compañeros porque todos tenemos diferentes personalidades y dentro de nuestras personalidades pues todos eh, tenemos la capacidad de ser optimista o ser negativista, ¿verdad? O sea, todo lo controlamos en cierto sentido nosotros y como hablábamos ahorita, pues en otro sentido hay ciertos factores externos que nos pueden afectar. Eh, uno tiene que mantenerse de una manera o de otra siempre mirando esa, ese positivismo eh, que, que te lleva a ser optimista. Pero la gente confunde la idea del optimismo con que única y exclusivamente siempre todo lo vas a ver fantástico, ¿verdad? Este, tal vez la idea del vaso medio, medio lleno, ¿verdad? Aunque eh, versus medio vacío. Eso es lo que nos han enseñado para simplificar las cosas, pero para mí, porque yo no me considero igual que tú un, un optimista empedernido, al contrario, eh, mucho más realista que el concepto de optimista, pero moviéndome siempre hacia el lado de optimismo. Eh, pienso que, esa, que, el, que el, el optimista mismo está basado en las herramientas con las cuales uno ponga en uso. O sea, por ejemplo, yo siempre veo que puedo lograr algo si lo planifico, si lo divido en diferentes eh, pedazos, si me rodeo ¿verdad? con las diferentes opiniones y las diferentes personalidades que necesito para poder llevarlo a cabo, porque hacerlo yo solo o simplemente buscar personas que sean clones míos no me va a llevar a donde yo lo quiero. O sea, yo lo reconozco, que eso no lo voy a poder lograr de esa manera. Entonces, al hacer, al tener todas, poner esas herramientas en juego, solamente he mencionado uno o dos, pero son muchas que uno tiene que, que llevar a cabo, que tiene que utilizar. Entonces, das la impresión, ¿verdad?, de que para ti nada es imposible. Y eso es lo que muchas personas eh, consideran dentro del optimismo, eh, el que la persona dice, esto se puede lograr, esto se puede llevar a cabo, lo, no me, nada me va a parar. Bueno, es porque estás estableciendo, ¿verdad?, Una, unas fortalezas con un montón de de ti mismo y de tus compañeros para poder eh, llegar a donde estás. Hay que recordar nosotros, que si... Sí, sí, nosotros siempre hemos admirado mucho de ti esa parte de, de extra motivación y de que pues, le das mucho más allá de lo que muchas veces nosotros mismos esperamos y, y, y muchas ideas, mucha creatividad de tu parte. Y en la versión en inglés siento que me hice consciente de, de eso que acabas de mencionar, que va más allá de motivación, sino desde el punto de vista de ser optimista. Tú verdaderamente crees con todo lo que eres que, que se va a lograr. O sea, es esa creencia 
inamovible de que lo vamos a lograr lo que, lo que verdaderamente eh, está ahí. Exacto, porque, ah, perdón, eh, no, porque sí, sí. El, el, lo que están mencionando de las fortalezas es que todos tenemos un montón de fortalezas y por alguna razón muchos nos queremos concentrar en nuestras debilidades. Y yo no, sí. nunca pretendo que diga, no, yo no tengo debilidades, al contrario, tienes debilidades, reconócelas y trabaja en ellas, ¿verdad?, para mejorarlas, pero no te concentres en tus debilidades, concéntrate en tus fortalezas y en la fortaleza de tu equipo. Por eso es que yo, lo que ustedes interpretan, ¿verdad?, como, como eh, alguien que no, no acepta un no, no es eso, no, no es la idea de no aceptar un no, es yo veo las fortalezas que las personas tienen, veo las fortalezas que yo tengo y me concentro en mis fortalezas sabiendo que tengo un montón de debilidades, pero si me concentro en mis debilidades y eso es lo único que, que dejo que me lleve, pues no, obviamente no voy a lograr nada. Así que yo me concentro en esas fortalezas, eso me crea un optimismo y ese optimismo me crea un positivismo que, que o sea, perdóname, un positivismo que crea un optimismo eh, que otras personas lo ven eh, como un optimismo eh, empedernido, aunque no lo es, no es de esa manera. <risa> no, ese, no, ese en realidad es un optimismo que motiva ¿verdad? y que contagia. Es, Entiendo que el optimismo es algo que se contagia. Eh, en sí. el momento en el que, bueno, hablamos de que el podcast es uno de nuestros grandes ejemplos de, eh, de planificación y de lograr objetivos, pero en, 